Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I want to encourage all of you to really take serious about being a joyful believer. Amen? Rejoice always. Joyful. Don't be mad and upset. Don't be bitter and angry all the time. Be loving, kind, sweet, joyful. That is the character of God. And let us imitate Him. Let us smile more. Amen? I know that sometimes in certain culture, you try to look dignified. So you have to act like, like this. And some of us, men, you know, I'm a man. If I laugh, if I smile, I will look weak. Therefore, I'm glad for you. I'm happy for you. I'm a man. I cannot smile. Actually, to be joyful shows that you are strong. You overcome your flesh of pride of being something great, but you humble yourself to smile, to love, and to let the joy of the Lord and the love of the Lord flow to you. And that is strength. And the Lord gives grace to the humble. Is that right? How many people want more grace? I want more grace from God. Grace in my practice, grace in my traveling, grace in my parenting, grace in my being a husband, grace in the finances, grace in my health, that I will not get sick and die soon, I will live a long life, grace with my patience, favor with people, co-workers. I need the favor and the grace of God. And the Bible says clearly, if you humble yourself, forget about your dignity, Forget about being a man. No, you are a child of God. You should be like children. Simple, loving, joyful, happy. And then you will shine the glory of the Lord. Amen? Amen. If you are happier, you smile and laugh all the time, your wife will be happier. But if you always angry and look so intense, the atmosphere in the house will not be happy. You should build the atmosphere of joy in the house. Amen? Amen. We have learned that in order to have joy, joy is the outcome 
of faith and also hope. Without faith, without hope, we tend to be depressed. We tend to be uptight. We tend to be angry, and tend to be fearful, frustrated, and unhappy. That's why be a Christian is wonderful, because we are a believer, and a believer have faith, have hope in God. When we have faith and hope in God, we can be joyful. We can be full of peace, because we know that we have the Almighty God. In heaven, who care for us so much, and He has wonderful promises that He will fulfill in our life if we reach to Him by faith. We don't have to be defeated. We don't have to fail because our God will help us in every circumstance. We can have confidence. My God shall get me through this. My God gonna help me. Then we can have peace and joy, amen. Romans chapter eight verse twenty-five. I will continue from the last message. But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. We learn that faith produces hope or confident expectation of what going to happen. In the future, according to the word and the promises of God, we have expectation that one day the fulfillment of the promises of God or the answer of our prayer shall come to pass. It will happen. It will show up one day. Therefore, we can have peace now. We can have joy now. And what we need to do is to walk by faith every day. Walk by faith. We don't know the future, but we are sure that the future is going to be good because we have the good God. Is that right? So while we are walking the walking of faith, the Lord will tell us what to do step by step. He will show us what to do. I give you my own example. When I started the church. I just obeyed the Lord. I did not know much. I never was trained by any pastor in the past. I never went to Bible school. I just stepped out by faith, and the Lord showed me each year, step by step, what to do. He gave me words of wisdom. He gave me direction, and I just obeyed that step. I have faith. I come to this point. I obey, and good things happen. Then I obey again, step by step. What you are seeing right now in this church is a product of a man who have walked by faith. That I follow God year by year, and when God told me to do something, I stick with it. I stay with it, without compromise, without any doubt that the outcome. Gonna be wonderful. He will make good things happen because I obey him. I don't know how it works. I don't know how long it's gonna take. I just wait day by day because the Bible say the just shall walk, shall live by faith. Is that right? 
Everyone say, the just, the just shall live by faith. And whatever we are believing, we can expect it. And we can be persuaded that the Lord is faithful and He's going to make it happen for us in the near future. So when we walk by faith, it means that we haven't seen the future yet. We believe and expect what happened to the future. And we haven't seen it yet, but we still believe that it's going to happen. So the walk of faith is the walk that I don't see the future, but I know and I know the promises of God shall be fulfilled. I don't see it. I don't feel it. I don't have it in my hand yet. And when that happens, every day when you don't have and don't see what you want to see, what do you need to do? Give up? Just say quit? What do you do? Walk by faith. You have faith in what he tells you to do. And you keep going, staying with your faith. Don't stop, don't quit, don't give up. Stay in faith. Everyone say, stay in faith. We keep believing that we have received it. But it will come into manifestation later on. We just keep believing. Now I have received the manifestation or the fulfillment of the promise of God. And God teach me the lesson of faith when I got sick a few years ago after I traveled to Japan and I woke up with attack on my skin because I went to challenge the work of the enemy in Japan. I cast out demons in Japan and they, he attacked me back. And I pray and I command, but the sickness did not go away. But I still believe I'm here already by the strife of Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago on that whipping post. He took my sickness, and I believe 2,000 years ago, Jesus took my sickness away. But months after months, years after years, even though I pray, I command, but I don't look healed. I did not feel healed. I still have pain and suffering. But I don't give up. I still believe I received healing already because on that whipping post, Jesus took my infirmities. He carried my pains. He took my suffering and curses. I believe I'm going to stay in that faith until the manifestation of the healing happened to me. And it took me a few years and eventually... God suddenly healed me. Like that, just gone. When I woke up one day and never came back again. God taught me the lesson of faith. Stay in faith and don't blame God. Just say, I believe the promise of God by his stripes. I was healed already 2,000 years ago. I'm not going to give up even though I don't see it. I don't feel it, but I stay in faith. Amen? Amen. When we are in faith, we're going to have to be persistent. 
That's why the Bible says we eagerly wait for the manifestation of the victory later on. We wait with perseverance. What does it mean? Stick to it. Patient, persistent, staying with it. Don't quit. Don't give up. The devil may try to tell you, oh, your faith is too weak. God is not real. His promise will not come true for you. Get out of here, devil. I don't care. I'm going to stay with my faith. The devil will try every way to get you into the realm of walking by sight and walking by feeling. He will work over time to make you confused and have doubt and run away from your faith walk. I want to let you know, don't listen to him. Stay to it. We are not walking by sight. We are not walking by feeling. Don't let the enemy steal your joy and your faith. Just stay in faith. There are two ways of living. Walking by faith, living by faith, or living by sight. What does it mean, sight? Sight means natural senses. What you feel, what you see, what you hear, what the reports say, what man say, all the see, the hear, and the feeling. As a believer, we must make a decision once for all that I'm going to walk by faith. Even though I don't see the evidence yet, even though I don't feel it yet, I will walk by faith. Why we should walk by faith? Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 say, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward of those who diligently seek him. What pleases God? What pleases God? You remember I say, happy wife, happy life. Unhappy wife, miserable life. Who say amen? He got it. But another person in the world, beside your wife, is God. You want to make God happy with you. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. We please God by believing His word. Believing in His character. Even though we don't see Him. Even though we have not touched Him. But we believe in His character. And the most important thing in this life on earth is to please the Lord. Because when you please the Lord, He will give favor to you. He will hear your prayer. He will give you victory. You want to please the Lord. Is that right? Yes. That's my goal. I will not build a church by pleasing any man. Or by, have, by being politically correct. I'm going to obey and please the Lord only. Amen? Amen? I pleased the Lord before I got healed by faith. I pleased the Lord before money came into my bank account by faith. But I know that if I continue to please him, 
the good things gonna come in later on. But in this world, in this earth, we have enemies. We have the things that gonna come against us to pull us back to walk by sight, such as our own flesh, our own mind, our own logics, our own reasonings. The flesh will rebel against walking by faith. The flesh will feel uncomfortable to walk by faith. And not only that, the flesh of other people will come to you. Oh, hey guy, I don't think you're going to make it. I don't think you're going to be healed. It's too late. It's too far gone. The doctor tell you you have a fourth stage cancer. You will not be healed. It's hopeless. You're going to hear all these things. The reports. The man opinion. The reasoning. The logics. All this. And your flesh too. Your flesh will cry now. No way. It's impossible. Look at the natural. You will not make it. Again, fight against those things. I'm going to walk by faith. And when you have faith, you can have joy and peace and hope. And you're going to see the miracles and victory. Don't listen to your flesh. Don't listen to your mind. That's why the Bible says, renew your mind with the word of God. I believe that everybody who comes into Christianity must have your mind renewed by the word of God. Because your mind has been corrupted by the things of the world. We need to change this mind to agree with God so that your mind can agree with the Holy Spirit and with the Word of God and you can step out by faith and do whatever God tells you to do. Walking by faith. We have to overcome the doubt. We must not consider the natural thing, just like Abraham. Abraham did not consider the age and the physical body of himself and of his wife. I have a funny story. In the Evergreen Hospital, there was an anesthesiologist. His name is David. He is a Korean-American. He turned 37, and I asked him, when are you going to have a girlfriend? Oh, I keep looking, I never find one. It's hard for me to find a girlfriend. He's an anesthesiologist. And later on, I say, I'm going to pray for you to have a girlfriend, to get married. Because your mommy starts to get mad now. Your mommy wants to hold a grandchild. And after a while, he is a Christian too, Korean Christian. After a while, he got a wife. And his wife... It's kind of in the older age too because they're similar age, about 40. And he say, wow, it's hard to have a baby. We both are in that age group now that it's difficult to have a baby. So God gave me the idea. David, he was putting anesthesia in my, fa- in my patient. I was performing surgery. I turned to him, David, can I change your name? Sure. What name? Abraham. <laughs> Abraham means father of many. Sarah means princess. And after that day on, when I walk by, 
in the operating room and see him. Hi, Abraham. Everyone look at me. Why he call him Abraham? This is David. And so I called him Abraham for one year, and his wife got pregnant. I think his his kid is about four five years old now. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, somebody said that we need to call him Abraham too. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, Abraham did not consider the body of his wife. That in the scientific way, it's impossible for her to have a baby. We please God by having faith. We please God by stepping out by faith. When He tells us to do something, I remember I cast out demon the first time about maybe ten years ago in this camp, in this room. I never cast demon out in my life before, <laughs> and I study about demonology. That book that we printed and you can buy. I study and study and gather all the information, put it in, and. The Lord said that day, "Today you're going to cast out demon in the camp." Oh, I never done it before, but I step out by faith, and that day, many people got delivered by faith, because God keep His promise. Amen. Faith pleases God. The children of Israel have to learn the faith lesson. In the wilderness, they encountered the Red Sea, and the army of the Egyptians was coming, and they need to exercise their faith to split the Red Sea. It's a walk of faith. The wilderness is a picture of our life that is walking by faith until we get to the promised land. Joshua chapter three, verses fourteen to seventeen. So it was when the people set set out from the, their camp to cross over the Jordan, with the priest bearing the ark of the covenant. The presence of God is so important in our life. Okay, you have victory because you have the presence of God. The ark of the covenant contained the glory or the presence of God before the people. And as those who bore the ark came to the Jordan. And the feet of the priests who bore the ark dipped into the edge of the water. And listen, parenthesis: for the Jordan overflows; it was flooding all its banks during the whole time of harvest. Is a there is a time of a lot of overflowing water. Can you imagine? You can step into that huge water. Which came down from upstream, uh, I pass it. That the waters which came down from upstream stood still, and rose in a heap very far away at Adam in the city that is beside Saritan. So the waters that went down into the sea of the Arabah, the salt sea, failed and were cut off, and the people crossed over opposite. Jericho. Then the priests who bore the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm 
on the ground, on the dry ground, in the midst of the Jordan. You see the importance of the presence of God? Our church needs to welcome the presence of God. Amen? In the presence of God, the flood will stop. The mountains will be removed. We're going to see miracles, breakthroughs. They stand there to keep the water still. Is that right? And then what next? And all Israel crossed over on dry ground until all the people has crossed completely over the Jordan. My dear brothers and sisters, in our life of faith walk, sometimes we step out on something that looks so void and nothing to hold us under our feet. But the only things that hold us under feet in the natural, nothing. But in the spiritual, the word of God hold us up. The word of God will never fade away. Even, even though the heavens and the earth may pass away, but his word will remain and never pass away. So when we step out by faith into the principle and the promises of God, it may look void under our feet in the natural. I don't have resources. I don't have enough manpower. How is this going to happen? It's no way it's going to happen. But God say, go, step out by faith. Because my word says so. I promise you, you're going to pass the Jordan. You're going to get to the other side. You have two choices. Stand there and watch. And die in the wilderness. And then you never get into the promised land. The second choice. Hmm, and the water stop. By the power of God. Because of faith. And the presence of the Lord. In the ark of the covenant. Amen. So when you know. That what you are doing. Is in the Bible. I got attacked all the time about laying out of hands, about the fire, about laughter, about casting out demons. People laugh at me. You know, I, when I began to do this thing, people in Thailand look at me, this is a cult. And they say, it's in the Bible. It's, this is not a cult. Laying out of hands, Jesus did all the time. They, in the upper room, the fire of God came down. This, the, the apostle Paul lay hand and people get filled with the fire of God. It's in the Bible. I don't care what you say. When they start to lay hands in this church, a few families left right away. Because they say, this is a crazy pastor. Lay hands all the time. To the point that I want to quit because I feel pressure from people to quit laying on of hands. I feel so much pressure. People left the church and all these people who left the church are well-to-do financially. They give good tithe in that generation. So I began to be shaken that should I continue to lay hand? Should I continue to move in the fire? So I stopped for three months. And one morning I woke up. God spoke to me. Son, what are you doing? You fear man more than me? Jesus lay hand. You're not doing things wrong. God promised the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. 
What are you doing? I repented, and I say, God, I'm gonna continue to lay hand from now on, because my laying on of hand on my member is based in the Bible. Laughter is in the Bible. Falling down is in the Bible. Demon cast out demon is in the Bible. It's not my own idea. I practice the Bible. The Bible is my foundation. I step out by faith. Definitely, the devil was so mad at me. He took a lot of people out of my church. I was so shaken at that time. But out of that, revival happened in Thailand. Churches pop, 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 pop everywhere. Every month, some new church pop, 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 pop. Why? Because the word of God never fails. Amen. Amen. You look at our worship here. Ask yourself, you want to go to a dead church? That everyone just... Or you want to go to church? Which kind of church you want to go? Exercise. They all look good because they exercise. They burn up their calorie. And they're also visceral fat. Amen? When I saw people worship, I say, I'd rather to be in this kind of congregation. People get touched by the fire. People on fire. People are hungry for God. Banana for Jesus. Rather than to go to a dead church. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm going to stick to the word of God. I'm going to stick to what God tells me to do according to the scriptures. I'm, I'm not going to fear any man. I want to walk by faith. And I will see the result. At the beginning, it looked worse because the church dropped. But I know if I obey the Bible, good things are going to happen in the future. So I can still laugh. I still have hope and confident expectation that Things gonna happen. Good things gonna happen because I obey the word of God. And then, now, if I go to Thailand, fifteen hundred people show up. Churches happen. People in the church get healed. People are saved in the church. People who don't have job come into the church get a job. The glory come down. People get blessed. Family get. Good job, get good blessing. All the young people, the kids, love God and fall in love with God. No backsliding. It's better. Is that right? Good things happen many years later. I need to stick with my faith. Stick to the Bible. Before I see the manifestation, before I feel it, I stand in faith to the end. Until I see the result. Romans chapter 8 verse 24. For we were saved in this hope. What is hope? What is hope? Confident expectation. Faith leads to hope. Confident expectation of what's going to happen in the future. But hope that is seen is not hope. In other words, when you get the result already, you don't need that hope anymore. You don't need to expect anymore. For why does one still hope for what he sees? So the Apostle Paul tried to say that. You know, all, of the, all the day of your life, you need to walk by faith and hope. 
And because of that faith and that hope, you gonna experience salvation. Hope in salvation. What does it mean? The word salvation in the Bible is a big word. It's not just about your sins are forgiven and you will not go to hell. You will go to heaven. Salvation includes healings, deliverance, financial breakthrough, husband and wife instead of divorce, they love each other, restore, kids, get into drugs, pornography, get restored, come back to God. Salvation includes everything that Jesus bought for us. At the cross, he died so that we can live. Amen? He was striped, he was whipped so that we can have good health. At the cross, he took our sins so that we can have the power to live a righteous life. On the cross, he died our death so that we can have eternal life. On the cross, he took our curse so that we can get the blessing of Abraham. All these multiple things are a part of salvation. And how we can get that salvation from the Lord Jesus who bought for us already? How? Faith and hope. Amen? Faith and hope. You look so excited. Do you believe? Do you believe that Jesus died for you? Do you believe that Jesus healed you? If you believe, you get excited. And you're going to get the manifestation later on. You get happy and, and joy and ha, ha, ha. Yes, I believe Jesus saved me. Jesus healed me. Verse 25 again. But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly, Romans chapter 8, 25, wait for it with perseverance. I want to tell you, faith that will bring joy is the active faith. Not passive faith. It has to be active. Steadily keep going. Walking, obedient. Doing what God tells you to do each day. Keep going. Based on the promises of God and what God told you. It's keep going. I can stand in faith and keep walk by faith. It's the active faith. You cannot have faith only one day and then quit. Go on and on and on. With patience and perseverance. Because you may not see the outcome right away. Amen? How do we please God? How? Faith. Please God. Who get the most miracle in his life? Jesus. Is that right? Jesus, when he said to the storm, storm stop. When he talked to the dead person, the dead person rise. Wow. This man named Jesus, the son of the living God, got so many breakthrough. Why? Look at John. I'm going to finish here. John chapter 8 verse 29. And he who sent me is with me. The father has not left me alone. You remember I say the presence of God. The glory. Jesus has, he carried the Ark of the Covenant on him. The presence of God. The Father has not left me alone. He had the presence of God. And for I always 
do those things that please Him. In other words, the whole life of Jesus, the waking hours and the sleeping hours of Jesus, 24-7, all the time, everything He said, everything He did, all the miracles He made, He performed, everything was done by faith. He pleased the Father all the time. When he was crucified on the cross, we're going to come to that in the next teaching about Jesus was crucified. When Jesus was crucified on the cross, he was tormented. And he said, my God, my God, why are you forsaking me? Do you know what he did? He did it by faith. He had faith that three days later, he's going to be resurrected. What a big deal of this short momentary suffering. He knows, he believes, he hopes, he has confident expectation, I would be raised from the dead. And I'm going to plant many churches and I'm going to be raised up to the heaven on the right hand of the Father. I believe, I have faith. So that's not a big deal to suffer on the cross. For a few hours. I like to be like Jesus. Everything I do, I mix with faith. And I obey the word of the Lord. Whatever he tells me to do, I can obey. And I want to carry the presence of God everywhere. I want to have more anointing. I want to have more glory. You know what is going on in our church right now? That you see God touch people? It's not enough for me. I want more than this. I say, God, one day, the glory on this ministry is going to be so strong to the point that I don't have to lay hand. I just lift my hand, people just heal. I just say, free, demon just... I don't need to touch anybody. I'm not that level yet. But hopefully by when I turn 67, <laughs> Pastor Da <laughs> know my age. <laughs> or maybe at the time I turn 80 years old, I will be that kind of man. Walk around, boom, 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 heal. Because of the glory of the Lord is so strong on me and strong on you. Like priests, like the people. If I have it, you have it. Everyone say, like priests, like the people. If your pastor has it, you have it too. Amen. And everywhere you go with the presence of God and strong faith, you lay hand on the sick, they get healed. You command something, great thing happen. Because you carry the presence of God and you are a man and a woman of faith and hope and peace and joy and la 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 ha 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 ha. You are not shaken by the circumstances. You are not shaken by what you don't see. You are not shaken by what you see or what you feel or you don't feel. You just stick to the faith. You just stay with the word of God. Amen. It may not happen overnight. But we are growing and learning right now. Listen to this teaching series again and again to build your faith. That's how Jesus walked. 
we should walk the same way. Walk by faith to please the Father and carry the presence of the Lord. And you're going to see breakthrough. You're going to see victory all the days of your life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And this can happen anywhere. Happen anywhere. Last Tuesday, I met a Christian couple in my office. We talk about their sickness for maybe 25 minutes. The rest we talk about God. And they began to laugh in my clinic. And they began to cry and shake. And they say, oh, 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 oh. This is not a church. Why I start to get drunk? I start to, like they said, I don't want to leave this clinic. I, want, I love it, I love it. <laughs> you know who make it happen? The presence of God. The presence of God show up in my clinic. We need the presence of God. Amen? How many people love the presence of God? How many people say, I want to be people of great faith? For from now on, are you going to be shaken by what you see? What are you standing on? Your faith is on what? The word. The word from the Bible and the word from the Holy Spirit. Is that right? Are you going to stick with it? Stay with it. Persevere. Persistent. Not shaken. Stay. Not listen to the devil. Don't go by the report. Amen. Go by what the word of God says. He will build his church in Chicago. We're going to see revival in Chicago. He's going to build his church in Minnesota. He's building his church in Orange County. He's building his church everywhere. And the glory is going to fall into these churches that welcome the presence of God. And the sick shall be healed. The demon possessed is going to be delivered. People are going to see the breakthrough in these churches. The book of Acts will come back even greater than the book of Acts. Why? Because the Bible promises that the glory of the latter house, mean the end time church, is going to be greater than the early house, which we mean the book of Acts. We're going to see greater glory in this generation. According to the promise of God. The promise of God. We receive by faith. Glory. Glory. Glory come down. Higher glory. More glory. <laughs> yes, we believe. Hallelujah. And you know God going to bless you. How many people are businessmen in this room? God going to bless you to fund the end time harvest. I'm not going to pass the offering back. Don't take me wrong. Okay. I'm not saying this to get money. No, no. I'm saying this to encourage you. That you will be a part of the great commission in the end time. You can have money to bless the end time harvest. Building churches. Planting churches. Save souls. He's going to bless you. If you are an employee, he's going to 
increase promotion get you a good job work in your boss heart to give you a special bonus this year amen hallelujah do you believe that to do the great commission we need some money and again this is not for me it's for God it's not about new hope at all it's about the great commission amen Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We learn about faith. We learn about hope. Confident expectation. We will not be shaken by what we see, what we are told, by the, any man's opinion. We're going to stand on your word. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But your word will remain, will never pass away. Your promise shall be yes and amen. It shall be done. We receive everything from your glory by faith. Lord, help us to carry your glory. Help us to be holy, righteous people who will not entertain any sin, any bad attitudes, Lord. Any wrong idea, any false teaching. Help us to stand and walk with you and go across the Jordan River to take the promised land of the kingdom of God. Oh Lord, we're going to be the generation of Joshua. We're going to win. We're going to see the great revival in many cities around the world. Lord, take care of them in the personal level. Take care of their health. Take care of their job, their finances, their family, their children, their marriage. Take care of everything they do so that they don't have to worry about their own life, but they will bow to every good work. They shall not only have enough for themselves, but they shall have more than enough to do everything that you call them to do, Father. Bless every church. Bless all of your servants, Lord, who listen to this teaching. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can be seated a little bit here. Hallelujah. I would like to ask Pastor Sam and Pastor Sang to come out to encourage people that you walk with the fire of revival. Hallelujah. Just come out to tell people quickly the blessing of Building the church with the file of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for this camp. It's a wonderful camp, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And thank you for the, the teaching for, by the pastor Lao, you know, because we follow uh, his teaching and we put in a practice. That's why when we start the church, we follow all the, that teaching and put in a practice, and we see the result. Especially the lately, when uh, we we believe that God can perform the miracle because He's a God of miracle. No, so we obey the word, and we believe in the Father God, and the Father God touched the people, and you know what? Uh, Lately, they have one guy, he have, a, have a, a cancer on his neck. 
we just visit him and we, we uh, evangelize to him a couple times, but he never uh, pay attention because he's a, he's a Buddhist. So he believed in the Buddha, so that's what we got, okay. But this time he doesn't have a chance because he lied down in the hospital. And there's a, the doctor, the doctor said uh, no chance. And her, uh, her, uh, his daughter said that if you want the second opinion, just go for it. But no matter what, it's the same result anyway. And we challenged them, okay, if you need a second opinion, how come you don't need a third opinion from Jesus? So at that time, we said, okay, I accept. And we just pray, like a pastor last said, we take it by faith. We just lay hand, nothing happened. But when he went home, all the cancer on his neck is big. It popped out from his neck. And her daughter told us that she doesn't know what this is happened because she's a nurse, you know, that it cannot happen. Basically, even you have chemotherapy. Yeah, yeah, that tumor is just going to be smaller and drier, but it's not pop up out of his neck. Just drop out of his skin. Yeah. So that's why he believed, and we believe that God healed him. So <laughs> I like to encourage. <laughs> yeah. And lately, because we, we learned about a lot of faith, if you have faith, and God can move and perform the miracle, not because of you, but because you put faith in Christ. And God moved by the fire of God and Holy Spirit. So that's why if you trust that God can use all of you here, right? We, we're not greater than you, but God promised that if we believe and trust in Him, we can, like Jesus did, and we're going to do it greater than Him, right? One little girl, he's only two years old. She's very, very weak and have a lot of sickness. And she has the problem with her ear. The liquid cannot go through because the vessels are really narrow. So she needs the surgery to, to put the tube to expand the vein. So that's why he can hear clearly because it's, she cannot hear. Only two years old, we met her and we feel pity on her. And we asked her parents, uh, can we pray for your needs? Actually, not parents, uh, his uncle. So I said, okay, because she's going to have a surgery next week. And we pray for her. And the week after we met her, her uncle, uh, she said, Oh, you know what? My niece doesn't need any surgery because doctor said she healed. <laughs> Amen? So I'd like to encourage all of you. This is the end time. The miracle is going to happen more than like what Pastor Lao said. Because the glory of the later house will be greater than the former house. So give the glory to God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Pray for you, both of you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Give this microphone to me. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for using this couple to build your church in Los Angeles, Lord. Oh, Lord, give them more glory, more faith, more, Lord, of your power. Many sick people in Los Angeles will come to church and get healed and this church will have the reputation of the book of Acts more healing and more deliverance in that church in the name of Jesus hallelujah thank you Lord Jesus I would like to call all the people of younger than 18 years old to come to the front here younger than 18 years old come to the front fire fire Fire! 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 
Fire! Fire! We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.